Welcome to Hallmarked Up with Mary and Sarah. guest host tonight, my colleague, Greg. Hello. And my other colleague who's washing the dishes, Jen. Hi. So we've just finished watching <coughs> our Christmas love song starring Alicia Witt and a guy that I'm going to have to look up his name because... I think, oh no, I have his bio. Please hold. Oh, what's his name? Brendan Hines. Oh, I don't know who he is. He's new. <laughs> He's from Baltimore, Maryland. All right. He's an American actor and singer-songwriter. Aren't they all? Well, he's got to be for this movie, for sure. Mm. Oh, but I do want to tell you a quick fun fact. Yes. He was born in Baltimore, Maryland, to a former nun and a former priest who then became philosophy professors. And they did it. And, Okay, so we're going to attempt to recap this movie. I have to say that it was a little bit dry, but typical. We started in Nashville at the Grand Old Opry. And Accurate. what is the woman's name again? Melody Melody. Jones. How could I forget? Melody Jones is Melody. quite a famous Nashville musician. She's performing on the Opry. Her family is watching her back in Indiana on television. And she True. is singing her Christmas song called A Heart of Christmas. A Heart of Christmas. Okay, so... Melody sings the song, and what happens, Greg? Uh, As it turns out, Connie, who is someone from her childhood that she mentored, a mentor, gave her her big break. She's a mentor. Connie, Connie Connie thinks it's her song. So Connie says that it sounds eerily similar to her song, and like a heart of heart of Tennessee. The heart of Tennessee. I mean, yeah. How many songs come out of a small town? So I kind of agree. Although I will say, we never heard. We never heard. We can't compare. We only heard we like never, a few really songs. We never heard Melody's song. Melody, song. Melody slash her mom's song. So I'm kind it. of on Connie's side. Yeah. So at any rate, <laughs> she, she's on. getting sued or something. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. there's like a lawsuit at hand. So, but for some reason, she has to go back home. She has to go back home because to she, deal with she it. goes to find, if she finds the sheet music, she's oh, vindicated. she can be vindicated because she can then prove that, that her and her father, who has since passed away, right. wrote this song together. Inspired by it. So she goes back to Indiana, and of course, 
as very typical in Hallmark movies, there is a former love interest there. His name is Chase. So creepy. I found him not creepy. These two found him very creepy. He was repulsive. He was creepy. His touches, his looks. His creepy uh, eyes. The first gross. scene you see him, he's looking at the bartender at this bar like he wants to fuck her. And then the next second, you find out that's his sister. Yeah, but they look like they wanted to do it. So then we did kind of continually refer to her as the sister wife. Sorry, all our Mormons. Totally acceptable, but not in our state. So they go back to Indiana. Oh, look, Jen poured another glass of wine. I need to get one too. Just what she needs. Thanks, Craig. Please refill mine. So they are in Indiana. They meet up. Oh, she sees her niece who is getting guitar lessons from Chase. Because Chase, of course, and her used to play music together back in the day when they were in love. And now they are no longer in love. Chase is a high school music teacher. Because he obviously followed his dreams. And so did she. Mm-hmm. So and his dream was to be a high school music teacher. And, and she wanted to go to Nashville. So they, they separated paths. I believe there was a reference to another boyfriend in the movie at one point. Yeah, she broke up. Ooh, I don't like that one. Oh, well, you can't change it. <laughs> Get the white. Okay. So they're back in Indiana. They Have they met each other? No. They haven't seen each other? No, but she sees him. She is in that store, and the bitch tries to hide her face behind the poinsettia. Oh, that's right. Who that's hides right. her face? Connie? No! No, Melly! What tour did you make that? Watch Oh I can't. Also, we don't say the IA in Poinsettia, it's just Poinsettia. I say the I of Poinsettia. <laughs> I'm referring on this one. It's a Poinsettia. I'm sorry. Poinsettia. We're American. I'm American as they come. We have silent vowels. <laughs> so she hit, hides in the Poinsettia, Sedia, whatever <laughs> your pleasure. And she pops out or no? I did miss yeah, this. Yeah, so she's, this is, let me impersonate what she did. Well, they can oh. see you, so you need to speak through. Yeah, okay, sorry, right. this book. So she's standing there. She looks across the store. She's like, oh, my God, there's Chase. So she takes this poinsettia, and she picks it up, and she's like, oh, like this. But it's, first let me say, there are 3,000 of them around, and she picks up the smallest one. And then she puts it in front of her giant face. Like, you can't see her big-ass red hair around it. Like it blends in with the leaves. Yeah, that's true. Obviously. <clears throat> Obviously. So then the guy comes around. The back. Chase. Chase and like taps her and she's like, oh, what the hell did you there? Bull fucking shit, you just hit your face. They reunite <laughs> after the Sieta Sieta incident. Mm-hmm. That's honestly the last thing I remember. <laughs> then they go shopping for a Christmas tree and then... They decide to go to the Christmas tree lighting thing. Mm. Oh, that's right. That's a Christmas tree they lighting. asked each other to the Christmas and tree lighting. Right. Fact. Yeah. Fact. It and was then, in unison. But all of a sudden then they started planning because they had to put up posters around town. The no, 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 you're getting that confused with the Christmas um, concert. Oh, I'm sorry, that's There's two, two, two sorry, separate events. I'm sorry, the town Christmas tree lighting and the town Christmas concert are two different nights. Because yeah, her yeah. father was a big fan time. of the Christmas concert and no one was willing to put it on and they had to bring it back. They banned yeah. Christmas concerts in this town. Okay, I totally missed this. And they brought them back. <laughs> yeah, so all of this time, the, the niece of her... Ugh. Oh, we also need to talk about the fact that the mother of her, the <clears> yeah. sister of her... And, and Connie, Connie all, all are the related. same woman. They look related. It's the same character. And the, the niece. Character. The niece related. is obviously younger. She's just a creepy new version of Dakota Fanning. She's too smart and annoying. And she talks, has really white teeth. talks too much. She's a, she's a new age Dakota. Yeah, I hate it. Yeah, That's she's awful. not good. Ooh, Nancy Grace? Oh, oh my God! Nancy Grace! Nancy Grace is in the movie at the grocery store. 
in the produce department talking to some other woman. That's the last time we saw her. But it was definitely Nancy Grace. I, we should have developed that character more. And perhaps in our rewrite, we can think about that. They decide to put on the Christmas concert again in sort of the name of her now deceased father, I believe. Mm-hmm. Right? And the town doesn't want to put it on. The mayor is like very small and bald. And they decide that they need to put on the Christmas concert. And he says, okay, yes. So I missed this entire section of what you're talking about. I have no idea what you're referring no, to. I, I don't remember a small bald mayor or her dad at a Christmas concert. He was like, I think that basically at the, wait, did you talk about the weird guy in the suit in Nashville? No, we forgot about that. So in the background, there's a yes. side story back in Nashville. They are determined to find Melody for the Christmas concert in Nashville, it appears. Yes, yes. Because she has a great song. It's called Christmas. Hamilton. Wait, there's a Christmas concert in Nashville? Yes. yes. Hamilton Sturgis. Or and there's a Christmas concert in the town. The three-piece yes. suit man is trying to find three her. Three-piece suits in Nashville. Trying to. Wait, so the Christmas concert in Nashville and tree lighting in the town. Correct. No. Plus, and then plus also, a Christmas, plus Christmas concert, concert in the town. town. Yeah, a lot's going on. Oh my god, I'm so confused. It's, it's a lot. Don't you normally go to at least two Christmas concerts and tree lighting in your town? But the they write the song. So you're here. Chase and <laughs> Melody. Yeah. Reunite we'll call in Melody. like love, Melly, which they Melody. do eventually call her. Weirdly. Oh, it's gonna. Sorry, just got a grinder message. <laughs> That is staying in the podcast. I'm not editing that out. Move on. Uh, so, so Chase and Melody, they get together to write a song. Jen, do you remember what their song was called? Because I feel really bad that I don't think no. I remember. So Chase and Melody decide that the best solution to their problem of plagiarism with Connie Black is to actually write a totally new song that has nothing to do with Connie's song. Which is, which, sorry, listeners, if you plagiarize anything... Writing a new version of it is not going to get you out of the lawsuit. <laughs> true. <laughs> true fact. Sorry. True, true, true. But they, they decide that if they go a different route, that maybe they can escape this lawsuit. Sure, sure. But weirdly, everyone in Nashville is still looking for Melody while this is happening, to be in the Nashville Christmas concert. At least the three-piece suit man and the big-time music executive. Which, weirdly, not even a scene later, after they've started their not quest even. to find her, Mm-hmm. The big time music executive turns up in Indiana at their house on Christmas Eve, potentially. potentially. I don't know what day it is. Uh, well, the concert was the 23rd, so it was probably like the 21st, 22nd. But still, very late in the Christmas it said season. It had the date on the poster. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about you, but um, yeah, so it was the 23rd. So he turns up in the town, he tries to convince Melody to come back to Nashville to be there for a Christmas concert. Which he, which she bites at because it's a very okay. big opportunity. Also, he shows up in the next scene. He's at the head of the dinner table at Christmas. It's so. It's I don't weird. know about it's your so family. It's such. I don't know about your family. My mother would never let some stranger. I mean, yes, I get it. Like, if whatever. a big time music executive turned up to say to you, you're going to have a career, she would let him in. I don't know. And My mom would be like, "Yeah, this is a family holiday." She'd be like, "You didn't help cook. You yeah. can't sit at this table." So. He Melody decides to go to Nashville, actually, oh. for the concert. Did I miss that? Was I in the bathroom during that part, too? <laughs> That's what happened. <laughs> yeah, Melody went so back to Nashville? Yeah. Melody goes back to Nashville. No. She, <laughs> I think. She does. No, no, she does go back to Nashville. But I believe that she called Hamilton ahead of time, said, I don't want my spot. I'd like to give it to Connie. 
while she was in route, Correct. Hamilton was calling Connie. Connie thinks that her star is going to shine bright again, direct quote. Who the fuck's Hamilton? Hamilton's the it's a star of Nashville. Owner. Oh, like, got it, got it, got he's it. like, you know. Okay, sure. Blake sure. Shelton, if you will. That's right. Okay. Who produced a movie coming up in later in the years? We found out to what said. Out to Blake. She, I'm sure we're listening. She goes to say to Connie, aka her mom, with her hair up, bitch, I have the paper to prove that I wrote this song. And Connie's like, all like, oh. oh, because she found the paper in the house with the dad. Oh, she did. Totally it's forgot not about the that's why they were all nice to her. On the record. So she found the paper of her and her father with all the chords on it originally. Yeah. Which we forgot and to mention. And the lyrics and all and that stuff. And she has that in on her person. And where did she find this paper? In her house. Behind the gold record. Because her father always Safe. said, it's not always the gold record. Mm-hmm. It's what's behind the gold record. And the bitch took it off the wall. And there in the back. Jen uh, was really paying attention. I don't remember any of this, but... Sounds like a very literal. Look, I remember <laughs> I paid attention three to five times in the movie, and thank God I did. Thank God you did. did. This is some very I key moments. I guess Melly does almost a fake out of her trip to Nashville. Yeah, she like goes like, "Oh, I'm gonna go be in the concert." But then, Connie, yeah. it's your moment to shine. So, at the meantime, back at the concert in Indiana, Chase is left yeah. being the only star. Oh, now I get it. I was wondering why she was off stage and it was like such a surprise, like she wasn't going to be there. Oh god, yeah. it makes so much more sense now as much as it can. So, if, in fact, the show is kind of not necessarily opened, but at least previewed by mm. the sister and the niece Ugh. singing a song together. Yeah, New Age Dakota, she's awful. Which totally like blonde, white like... teeth girls. Yeah. When everyone claps, they sing a typical <laughs> one verse and one refrain and then they fuck off back to the audience. Okay. Correct. Then Chase comes out to sing their song that they wrote. And as he's singing it, what happens? Melly shows up backstage. Melly. In a she red dress. She just starts walking on stage and the crowd starts to go crazy. Well, oh, they do. And he's so happy that she's there and they start singing it together. And I'm sorry, if I was him and I was on stage and I had already planned you weren't going to be there and you just walk on stage, you just fucked up my flow and you've ruined my moment. Every gift I write, every hymn I know. Every big sale, every Christmas show. I don't get home much, but love this place. And I'm grateful for every smiling face. And I'm at the tree, singing carols too. Merry Christmas, I've missed you. And walking in the snow, just like we used to do. Merry Christmas, I've missed you. Oh, look, there's the picture. Sarah, what do you think? I think... The song, romantic. I don't know, they, they they have, to be fair, we will probably talk about this in a little bit, but they actually kiss before the end of the movie. Yes, they kiss while they were decorating the Christmas trees. Which is bizarre, because that never happened. I have to talk about that for a minute. Oh. And then... But they had an old love. Well, so they've kissed before then. Yeah. At any rate, of course, at the end of the movie, everything is perfect. Mm-hmm. They kiss. Uh-huh. <clears throat> They're obviously going to end up together. Obviously. And that is the summary of Our Our Christmas Love Song. That's a good bingo. Congratulations. That brings us to the segment on Hallmark Up that we like to call Hallmark Christmas Bingo, 
which is obviously our favorite. Yeah, there are Christmas bingo cards available at hallmarkjump.com if you want to play along with us at any time. It's a drinking game. It's whatever you want it to be, but you can download them and play along with us at home. It's where you pick your essentially your favorite cheesiest Christmas moment in the movie. It's the most unrealistic thing, blessed by Christmas, that inspires you to believe that Christmas miracles really do happen. Oh, I know exactly what I'm going to say. Oh, Jen. Go. What's your Hallmark Christmas oh, bingo moment? You mean from this movie? Correct. Okay. No, Jen, from any Hallmark Christmas movie. <laughs> Anyone that you've watched previously. Mine was when he, when they're putting up the, not one, but two Christmas trees in the bar, and he, the sister wife walks in, pissed off, but is she, is she not? We don't know. And he throws out the line of the, there's the most, whatever what else what says christmas more than a christmas tree which is what she said to him at the christmas tree farm and then they had their first kiss that's right that's a pretty good one Dag. it's right what is your favorite christmas Blech moment in this movie i think the most unrealistic and ridiculous yeah, part was when they were putting up the posters in town of the concert, and then she said something about he said something about Santa Claus, and she's like, "Oh, you believe in Santa Claus?" I'm like, first of all, they're just two people that are performing in the show. They're not putting up the posters in town. If they are, that's too bad. Like they need <laughs> that's sad. You need that's, local labor. Yeah, hire some local labor. We know where to get the stage And stop being corny about Santa oh, Claus. She did say I'm sorry, Jen. It's one person at a time on the podcast, or people can't hear us. Stop speaking over us. Anyway, back to me. It's like you're not putting up posters in town and making silly things about Santa Claus as two adults, like when no one's watching. It sounded stupid and corny. I hated it. But it but Jen, do you have something to say? I was just going to mention when she said that the lighting package was going to be arriving from Nashville. Oh. oh. Also, also, who 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 watches Hallmark in Middle America knows what the fuck a lighting package is? Nobody. 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 Unless you work in production, knows what a lighting yeah. lighting package means. Sure. And also, why are they booking the lighting package? They're the performers. And certainly you could have gotten something from like Chicago much more cost effective. Well, I mean, even whatever. Indianapolis would have a lighting package, one would think. Even also, whatever theater you're performing in in the small town isn't, isn't buying a lighting package. It's whatever is installed in the theater. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry, we're not upping it. We're not fundraising for this show, yeah, obviously. No. I think my favorite Hallmark Christmas bingo moment in this episode, in this movie, <laughs> Would probably have to be, and, and I talked about this in the last episode we did, was the abundance of wreaths indoors. Oh wow, that was totally. She just stole my shit. That was. That I was, know. That I've been was talking hers. about wreaths indoors yeah. all night long. She hasn't said a word about it, and she just stole that from me. But but come on, how many wreaths on the wall can you have? Folks, put in the comments. Have how many wreaths you've seen indoors? I have never ever, and I've been doing Christmas my whole life. I have never seen a wreath indoor. Like I've on the front door, wreath. yes. This this movie had a wreath indoor every time they were inside. But in every between, panel inside their house. Between pictures over every window indoors, it was ridiculous. I've seen wreaths on mantles. Like, on Correct. But this was like a section of wall, a wreath. Another section of wall, a wreath. Inside someone's Correct. office, a wreath. In front of a window going down the stairs, a wreath. Yeah, and, and if you think about this, these wreaths. They're not inexpensive. 
If they're balsam hill, they are not cheap, as we've learned. Exactly. So, you know, the investment that goes into decorating these houses in the Hallmark movies is a little bit disappointing to me because even if you go to Michael's, that shit's expensive if you buy that many. But Greg, he actually purchased a balsam hill tree today. I just did today. Sponsored, while I'm watching this, because Sarah told Hallmark. me that they were the best. They are so. the best. They have the most realistic branches of any tree. I bought it, purchased it during the show. And, and balsam hill, if you're listening, you owe us money. So now it's Christmas time. And though it's warm outside, I hope you still have presents and good food. But I hope you don't forget. Proud Midwest where we're all still waiting here for you. So, as per usual, as we arrive at the segment that we call Hashtag Relatable, we are struggling. This movie is fake, 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 fake. Everyone's happy all the time. Even... Even when they're being sued. Yes, they're being sued. They can smile. I mean, Connie Black wasn't happy in the beginning. But Connie gets over it pretty damn quick. So, you know, plagiarism, her father is no longer alive, the the ex-boyfriend is available, the boyfriend that she had before is no longer there. Like, there is nothing real in this movie. Let's be real, I guess, so to say. So to speak. I I would say, for me, the most relatable thing was that she had a niece. I also have a niece. I too have a niece. <laughs> so do I. So what? So that's, that's for me, for yeah. this particular movie, the only thing I can relate to. Now, my niece is not nearly as annoying as, as that niece was, which I can't even remember. Oh, Lucy. I was going to say, oh, I can't even remember can't her name. Remember that. Well, um, okay. But she was super annoying. Do you my think that Melody, who was Lucy's aunt, thought Lucy was annoying? No. Exactly. So also, let us decide if your niece is annoying. You're too close to her. <laughs> also, also, hashtag related. Sorry if you're listening, niece. Nora. Nora. My niece, Nora. Sorry, Nora. <laughs> Jen, hashtag relatable. I'm guessing you struggled. <clears throat> Slightly. Uh, struggled completely. The most relatable thing to me was lighting package. Oh, that's a very good one. I have to um, confess to our audience that these two folks that are my friends, they're also my colleagues. They do the same kind of business that I do. And the lighting packages are very regular to do <laughs> in our lives, yes. for sure. Truth. That is, that is probably, you have just trumped all relatables for this particular podcast. And let, well, the master has yet to speak. Oh, oh I don't, nothing was relatable. Lighting package. Oh, well, I can't say the same thing you said. There was a concert? We know concerts. Not You've worked like, in- Not like that. You've been to the Grand Ole Opry? You no. once went to the Grand Ole Opry? It looks uh, no, like that? Never been to Nashville, but I'm pretty sure <gasps> it's like that. You've never been to Nashville? It's my favorite place Are to you do shows. Tree lighting? No. Is that I don't remember the tree lighting. Uh, well, um, I would, um, I'd be willing to admit that only two relatable moments is potentially possible in this one. I know you're all about Melbourne, Victoria, the people, the scenery, the United States, we always kept a place for you at the table right here. This is where we actually go back in time. We pick a point in the movie and we say, this from this point on, it sucked, and we're going to rewrite it. Like legit, the start. 
Mm, we can't say that. That was my answer too. Um, but she could be a singer in Nashville. So what? When I I like to rewrite them to make I, them better women, stronger characters, okay. more realistic. But like I said, a couple weeks ago they ended up in space. So the so the <laughs> where we take them is like As I mentioned it doesn't matter. Okay. <clears throat> but the biggest thing we need to do is make her not, in my opinion anyway, is make her not think she needs to go home to sign, seal, and deliver the rest of her life. But I don't think that's what she was doing. I think she was going home to clear her name and then just happened to run into Ding Dong at the Macy's with the points out in front of her face. Yeah. That she was going home the to, Macy's. She was going home to find the sheet music to clear her name so that Connie didn't sue her. I know, but so I... So let's not make this into a Me Too moment when it really wasn't. No, I oh, think that's that... interesting. Sorry to get I I completely agree with Greg. <laughs> so where uh, would we so where would we rewind to then? So she still goes back home, she's still being sued by Connie. Ultimately. That's she should do that and not fine. fall in love with her music teacher ex and like Yeah, okay. just, she needs so to she, go home so we're gonna find that picture. Yeah. We're gonna rewind back to when she arrives in the town. <laughs> and then fast forward. To, to the, the music. Christmas Nashville concert that she should have been in, that she should have fucking headlined. That which makes her no. brilliantly Go famous. Go home, fast forward to the courtroom where yes. she like fucking gives Connie the bullshit. I win. This is my dad's thing. Fuck you. And then on to her being a celebrity in Nashville, in Hollywood, the country slope. She's on the voice. She's hosting the voice or whatever judge on the voice. She's, whatever. She's Carrie Underwood or Miranda Lambert or whoever those girls are. So what happens to her post this? So she's gone. She's obviously won her court case. Yeah, she and then she, like, she wins the court case. She wins the court case, and that song becomes a number one hit, and she is on everyone's TV screens. Yeah, and she's, she's on the radio everywhere. So she's and, never, she's never rewritten the songs. The original song. It's hers. The heart of Christmas. Hers. Sorry, Connie. Bye. Yeah. What happens to Connie? Connie. Connie's in the wrong. <sighs> What did happen? Actually, what did happen to Maybe Connie? Maybe Connie becomes her personal assistant. <laughs> what did happen to Connie? I don't even remember. I don't either. Shh. I think she's just her mom. Like, full time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Connie just, like, decides that she... Connie just goes on, like, running the little music venue and continues on with her sad little life. A cool venue in Nashville, yet to be named. That's the color of some sort of flying animal. <laughs> that Connie ends up at. That Connie ends up at. So Connie just chills. But yeah, I think that what's her face becomes super mega. Okay. Melody. And then maybe, like, I would let her potentially reconnect with Creeper. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. So okay. the point is that they have to, there has to be a love. I'm sorry. No, there not necessarily. Absolutely oh, not necessarily. Okay. Oh, I just didn't know if we needed to keep the audiences happy potentially, but maybe it's not him because we think he's creepy. He's creepy. You don't. You loved him. Maybe she falls in love with that weird three-piece suit boy. Oh god, even better. <laughs> she, now she's a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> the three-piece suit boy was like some little young assistant who wore a three-piece suit every day to work. He's probably he's seventeen so, years old. He was though. so creepy. But yeah, maybe but, she Or maybe it. she gets this famous career and she realizes that does not make her happy still. So. And then on her own accord, she decides to move back to Indiana and 
still ends up with Kramer. And opens up a Christmas shop that sells poinsettias and he walks in one yeah. day. And See, this is the problem with Hallmark movies and you people. <laughs> you all want it to end the same way it already is ending. You all, want her, you all want her to be with the guy. You all want her to give up what she's already progressing right, and go back with the guy and be happy ever after. That's not what you really want. You want her to be a strong woman, get her career, go do her fucking business, and be done with it. She don't need to go back to that small town and be with that music teacher. No. They don't need to ever meet again. She went back. She, Max, stop talking over me. She went back. She went back to file the... To, to fix the lawsuit, yeah, she which did. she did, uh-huh. and now she's gone. Why does she have to then circle back to this music teacher she did it in high school? There's no she reason. To New York. There's no reason. Well, actually, because they're not right, and that's the whole point of this podcast. Is but you guys keep they circling don't. back to her being with this music teacher no, in high school. I made one reference, and I retract. Well, it triggered me. It was a trigger. I see. It's a <laughs> well, and, and my question is, does the money make her happy? I'm not suggesting that it shouldn't. I'm just wondering if that's the right answer. I think what? that she... Where's the money come from? Her super crazy career from Christmas at Heart, the Heart of Christmas song. Just because you're talented and become famous doesn't mean you're doing it for the money. She's just famous, and the money came because people were offering it to her because she was so talented. It's not about the money. I have to leave. I'm sorry, guys. I'm signing off. <laughs> I don't belong here. These people don't get it. And I'm out. No, seriously. But, like, just because she's happens? famous and successful doesn't mean she's doing it for the money. It doesn't mean that but she's is missing she, something. But is she happy? That's my question. Is she happy? Well, where are we writing? I'm rich and I'm happy. I think we think her as happy because I think that the, that the music is the connection with her father. And that's a huge part of where she is. And I think that keeps her happy. Because she's she's so writing she's the dad song connected with her father through the music. I like that. Oh, it just got kind of sad was... now. <laughs> what? Wow. That's not sad. That's how she keeps her dad's memory alive. I didn't... Yeah, sure. I didn't know the dad was even part of this until we started this. Oh. <laughs> I didn't see the dad in the movie at all. The it's dad was dead. Dead, dead, dude. Oh, got it. Right. I should. I don't not pay attention. <laughs> No, I do think that. But I think I that's like a nice her, sentiment. And because like she's happy, just, just like living through but my, okay. the culture. With but my father. point was that you guys keep bringing it back to it's got to be this hallmark formula. Like she's got to be a woman who's not who's confused and not sure what she's doing. Like then she's got to be successful. Then she's got to go to her hometown and meet the love. Blah blah blah. It doesn't have to be that way. No, and no. even when even when she is even when she is successful, she doesn't still she doesn't need a man. Y'all don't need a man. I know. Or a well man, okay? I agree with your. As a feminist. As a feminist. (laughs) So she doesn't need to circle back to have a man. She can be successful and single. It's really fun. I I like the the connection to the father. I think that's a really good point. It's It's what inspires her to make the music. That's how she got her love of the music. So essentially, this movie was quite easy to rewrite. That thing, right? Yeah, because it's. It literally had literally one. One note, not, not to be funny. Oh, uh, <laughs> one note. She literally was searching for sheet music the entire movie. It's true. It was ridiculous. Like, it was so that could have been done a lot sooner. So this was essentially just a TV show. Could have been a twenty-three minute sitcom. Yeah, could have been. Where she just gets the music, she Math. goes home, she quickly yeah. finds it, she goes back to Nashville, yeah. and she gets famous. Yeah, and her Boom, life done. is. Great, and she's connected yeah. to her father and all is well. She's buying and selling but everything But somehow, she managed to enjoy the holidays, be sued, and fall back in love. And also <laughs> tell her manager to take some time off. And her manager, oh, that oh was Oh my so god, weird. I forgot about the manager. So, that was so 
she fell off. Yeah, she told the manager to take time off, and then the and manager she just disappeared. Kid in the, the manager wasn't in the, in the second mall. half of the movie. Yeah. Well, I I think we essentially just cut this movie down to about twenty three minutes, which is probably the maximum yeah. amount of time you need. Don't believe what they tell you. The cold can't freeze your heart. Close your eyes and feel just like you're here with us. I'm serious. The, the next <laughs> part of the podcast is where we talk about the upcoming movies and what they oh, potentially might be yes. about. This is like on... Um, uh, wait, wait, don't tell me. Correct, correct, yeah. correct. Of course, as we keep talking about, we're all excited about it. CCB is about to host, in fact, the first movie was tonight, The Countdown to Christmas, seven movies of Thanksgiving. There are so many movies that are coming up. It's it's hard to even talk about all of them because there's so many. But I think last week we talked about a few different ones. Well, in fact, a couple days ago, we talked about a few different ones, including... Check in, I-N-N, to Christmas. Mm-hmm. Which, oh, I've seen advertisements for that. We also talked about Christmas at the Plaza. And we also talked about Sense, Sensibility, and Snowmen. Wow, the famous, the famous Austin, Jane sounds. Austen movie. Okay, the formula for these titles are the same formula they use to make porn titles. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. And I think the Street You Lived On, your favorite Great. book from high school. Yeah, exactly. Sense and, what is it? Sense, Sensibility, and Snowmen. I mean. Yeah, I totally agree. So if we look at some of the upcoming movies for this week, which we haven't really talked about yet, we have one called The Christmas Club. We have one called Christmas in Evergreen, colon, Tidings of Joy. And we have Christmas Town, starring the very famous CCB herself. CCB? I don't know what that is. Candace Cameron Bray. So... What do we think the Christmas Club might be about, my fellow podcasters? I think it's about a club. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> it's either a club of like, uh, this, this is gonna not get me fans. It's a club of like lonely women sitting around, like a book club, basically, trying to like find something to do because they have nothing else to do. So they create a Christmas club where they, do they decorate do crafts. Their, they put wreaths inside <laughs> and plan tree lightings and concerts. Or it's like a Christmas sex club. I don't know. <laughs> Christmas sex club. That it's sounds good. Days in the bowl, and then that's it. Yeah. Like the ice storm. I was gonna say movie. it's like the ice storm. Yeah, it's totally that's, like that's the ice storm. Movie. I love Check that movie. But definitely, <laughs> it's about people getting freaky. Or, read, or reading books. Like, it's like a Club. It stars Olivia and John. Ninja, Olivia and John's in all my movie. Olivia and John's in it? Olivia and Edward are the characters. It sounds a bit. Oh, they wear the masks with Tom oh, Cruise. Eyes wide shut. Yes. I think it's a bit eyes wide shot. I think ball. it's like. Really? Eyes wide shut is on Hallmark. <laughs> Just like I said. That's what I said. Yeah, Christmas, Christmas sex club. club. I, 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 I'm into it. I'm not going to mm-hmm. lie. I, I think it's a good concept. Sorry, Sarah's parents. <laughs> What about Christmas Town? Like straight up Christmas Town. It's not the North Pole. Oh. Oh. That is such a correct assumption. Yeah, I like that. Are they working in the North Pole? Are they trying to save the North Pole? Is the pole is the North Pole melting? No, they're basic white people from the Midwest who end up in a Christmas town full of Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus and the elves, and they're there to rescue it some way. 
And it's like, I can't believe that a place like this really exists. It's so beautiful and heavenly. Yeah, how did we end up here? Yeah. Oh. Santa's sleigh broke down and their Subaru took the rest of the way. Yes! <laughs> Not your Subaru, their yeah. Subaru. How about, this is one we're very much looking forward to because my co-host Mary, who is unfortunately not with us at the moment, she is very excited about a movie starring 90s sitcom star from Party of Five, Lacey Chabert. Heard of her. Also of... No, she was also in um, Mean Girls. Yes, Mean Girls. Oh, Mean Girls. Sorry, also of Mean Girls fame. Um, She is in one that comes out on the Saturday after Thanksgiving. I totally recommend you tune in. 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, Christmas in Rome. Okay, so Hallmark's thing is they always post a picture of a guy and a girl. The girl's always shorter than the guy. And there's some, like, superimposed green screen background of either Winter Wonderland, Rome, or the beach. Like, it's ridiculous. I If I go to Rome for Christmas, I am not going to meet the love of my life. No, but you think you will. No. Yes, you will. I you'll don't go there thinking that. you'll go there thinking you'll meet the love of your life. Therein lies the problem. You should go there being like, I'm gonna have an amazing vacation with myself or my friends or whoever goes. If not, by myself, and it'll be amazing. So, do you think Lacey Chabert goes to Rome with just her friends and fucks off all chances of luck? I don't know. I haven't seen the movie yet, but I hope she does. And I, hope I she, do and too. I hope, I hope then because she's not thinking about a man; she's only thinking about herself and what will make her happy. That he. Appear. You know, stumbles upon her, and then she is, is so satisfied with her own life that, that he's he appears. super enamored. Yeah, with that. and then she's fucking annoyed by it because she was just finally happy and content with her own life that he stumbled over and foot. And that's the only reason it happened is because she didn't wasn't expecting it. You need to be happy with yourself. I think that Hallmark needs to grasp that concept because apparently you're not no. happy unless you're coupled up. So, it's the first night of the seven nights of Thanksgiving with CCB, my favorite Hallmark movie actress. We've just completed the Sunday night movie, our Christmas love song. It wasn't that great. Terrible! We're hoping for a better next six nights, maybe. We're thinking that we are probably going to look at a couple of titles that have stuck out to me this week are... Christmas in Rome, which we know Mary loves as an Italian professor, and also Sense, Sensibility and Snowmen, which Mary will also love because she's a massive Jane Austen fan. I am not, so that will surely create some interesting dynamic. We have no idea, ultimately, what will happen in these movies. But, of course, they will fall in love. love. Happy Thanksgiving! Happy Thanksgiving! Happy Thanksgiving! Thank you so much for listening to Hallmark Up! And all fucked up. Merry Christmas from the great white north. From the Merry Christmas capital of America. Merry Christmas all the best to you and yours. It's hard to spend another year apart. I hope Australia's summer warms your heart. The songs you've been listening to are by Johnny Grove, and it's called The Quiet Proud Midwest. Happy Thanksgiving!
You can find Hallmarked Up all over the internet at www.hallmarkedup.com, on Facebook at Hallmarked Up with Mary and Sarah, on Instagram at Hallmarked Up. And don't forget to look for our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more.